such a vibe, isn't it? Welcome to another week of Obviously Good. Whether it is the opening of a new restaurant or a crowd culinary favourite, this is a podcast for everyday foodies by everyday foodies. We're eating honest food and dishing up honest reviews for you every Tuesday. Hello and welcome back to another week of Obviously Good. You are joined, as always, with myself, just booked a holiday, Beatrice Thompson. Really excited to go back to work, Libby Dunlop. Hi, guys. And Bella Colwell. Just happy to be here, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Belle, I'm glad you made it. It's been a bit of a week for you, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah. You made the trip I do out. not want to talk about it. All right, well, okay. let's... We'll brush past that. We'll brush past it. <laughs> indeed, indeed. <laughs> B, how, how's your, your night been then? Let's skip past. We've all been here. We're at B Thompson's house recording it. I know. I'm so happy to host. And actually, sorry, my family is very happy to host the Obviously Good crew tonight. It's I know. Actually, been... It feels fun being a bit celebratory. I know. We walked in and they're like, oh, Obviously Good crew. And it's like <laughs> our only fan club is B's family, but it's stunning and I love it. Yeah, we my mother it. was like frantically cleaning the house. <laughs> Candles were lit. You know, dirty it. laundry was pushed aside. We woke it was up. very... To a Snapchat at 9am to be being like, I have to get ready for my guest tonight. <laughs> you know, I've just got that really ingrained in me that like, you know, look after your guests, treat no. them well. It's a great, great, great thing. grain to have. Absolutely agree with that. And it's been a wonderful night. We, we may or may not have had a few too many wines. So if tonight's chat is a bit strange for you, please forgive us in advance. Yeah. But yeah, love that. I think <laughs> we're recording it. It's midnight now. All right, so we don't need to keep the illusion alive. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> no, it's keep the illusion alive that we can, we can turn it on for you any time of day. <laughs> any time of day. So the reason we wanted to record at 12 o'clock at night. As yeah, why we were, in my house? As we were mentioning, is because tonight Bee's family treated us to a delicious feast delivered to the door by the Malaya. The Malaya is... A, for those that aren't familiar, a Malaysian restaurant in the city. It's down at King Street Wharf. Um, it's been around for a very long time. 50 years, right? Yeah, I think that's about it. So it was founded in 1963 by Wong Tae Si, who was a, a merchant, a sea merchant, who um, migrated to Australia from Hong Kong. And right. basically yeah. he started the Malaya. So it, orig- it was originally on George Street and then it moved down to King Street Wharf. And I think it's been there for the last... 15 years? And, and it's got that sort of beautiful ocean view, all that yeah. sort of thing now. Yeah, it's actually quite a large restaurant. I've been – It's my. I think it's like my dad's favourite restaurant. Well, yeah. so, so to give a bit of context of the night, so as we said, we're at Bee's house, but all of it has been built around her father. So wanted to have us, all very lovely, but he uh, – we, we did have it planned for last week mm. and he did decide he, to... Uh, he was a socialite. He overbooked himself. <laughs> I know. I can't believe he double booked himself. I love himself. that from Mal. I just love that. <laughs> and then cancelled on you guys. So he cancelled on us. I mean, we had a great result. We had a fabulous dinner last weekend anyway. But yeah, it's been a lot of anticipation around the Malaya. Yeah, and it's actually been built up quite heavily. Yeah, but it did not disappoint. We'll oh, be... Take it to us. What did we have for dinner tonight? Well, we had Otako Tak. I don't know if I say that correctly, uh, which is a grilled fish cake, which basically comes in these little servings of bamboo. So I was lucky because in the in the curries that we've got, B will take you to that. We got a beef one, and and B's family were being so like overcompensatingly nice to me that they were like Libby, because you don't eat beef, we'll actually give you a whole one of these servings, yeah. and it was freaking delicious. 
I was amazed because these things come in like a bamboo leaf mm. and they were like, how are we going to cut this up? And I was thinking they would cut it up like through, <laughs> through the bamboo. <laughs> yeah. And the, and I was like, how is this going to work? How is this going to work? But no, Prudence like nailed that the way she just like chop, 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 Unfolded chop. it, cut it all up. She's natural. She's, She's natural in the kitchen these days. Um, yeah. So we, we actually had four servings of that for nine of us. But yeah, Libby was lucky to get her own. What did you think of it? Well, I thought it was super moist, super delicious. I know that sounds weird, but it's pretty much like a fish cake, except it was sort of steamed in its own little package. Super spicy, but quite rich in in fishy flavour. And for me, who's someone who loves that fishy flavour, delicious. Yeah, I have to agree with Libs on this one. Like fish cakes to me, I don't know why, but I just love fish cakes. Me too. You really do. I know. I don't know where it comes from. I think that it's... Yeah, it's something to do with the, the – there's so many different flavours, but – And it sounds like it should be chat. <laughs> I agree completely. And I'm going to – I'm going to – I'm on the borderline of chat. Like, I like fish. <laughs> but like you said, a fish cake for me is too fishy. And that sounds so dumb. But it doesn't fish taste, cake. It doesn't taste fishy, does it? Well, I don't know. I think it does, but I'm just like, I love the fishiness. I love fishy flavour. Give me fish like- sauce on anything. I'm like, mm. More, 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 more. I feel like it, oh. tastes, it tastes more like a cake than it does fish. And I think that's why I like them. See, I like fish, but I don't like fish flavoured things. All right. Fair okay, enough. Fair, fair enough. Fair fair enough. Fair All right. So, right. We'll give you that. So next, what did we have going on? Okay. Well, I do also have to make a note of um, Malaya is famous for their signature dish, which is Szechuan eggplant. Now we got the home delivery and they don't offer the Szechuan eggplant on the home delivery because it doesn't keep. Like it's a deep fried eggplant. You can't send that and then cook it at home. It has to be done and cooked in the pan and served right away. So my father took it upon himself <laughs> to cook it for everyone. Um, it was a lot of kerfuffle just to be done. I loved it. There was can so I, much involved. Can I just explain at the start, he was like, Bella, come over here. And I was like, what's up Mal? And he was like, help. And I was like, I looked at the recipe and I was like, this is not, this is not a Bella job. This is a sweet Libby job. <laughs> like, let's get sweet Libby over here. Yeah, he did start chopping it and was like, I've, I've got to wait till sweet Libby gets here. I don't know what to do next. I was like, sweet Libby is sweet Libby. She's a pastry chef. She's not a, she's not a Szechuan eggplant person. <laughs> it just seemed like there was a lot of things happening. So he'd sort of like got most of the ingredients out. Not all mm. of them though. Wouldn't need to have all of them out. <laughs> just, annoyingly. You know. You know, just half. Do it as we go. Yeah. And then sort of had got the general gist of the recipe, but hadn't quite read the detail. So there was a lot of cooks in the kitchen, people frying up puppetums, people putting curries into ovens. And then Mal's there (laughs) deep frying Szechuan eggplant. (laughs) It was a bit, it was just a bit all over the shop, but in a good way. No, it was good. Oh, absolutely. It was... Um, I mean, I have to say that I'm his daughter, but... <laughs> no, well, it, the, the end result was bloody delicious. I mean, definitely not what you would get the Malaya, but I think that was a bloody good attempt. Oh, man. <laughs> he, he absolutely nailed it and served perfectly with the other curries that we got. Which was, we got a... I'll just list them all and then we can go through them. Okay, sounds good. So a coconut rendang, which is mm. beef, which mm-hmm. is the one you didn't try, Lip. Yep. And then we had the lamb korma and then the capitan chicken. And then we also had some steamed rice on the as well to go yes, with it. Yes, we ripped up some we ripped up, whipped up some coconut rice. You know what? This is the one time I'll give rice a break because <laughs> <laughs> 
it comes in and it does like in situations like this it does give you it's where it shines exactly yeah Correct. for sure well i think with the meal that the chicken papaton chicken was possibly a highlight i mean i'm not as a red meat sort of like it's not my favorite so i think that that's probably why i leaned quite closely towards the the chicken but it was spicy without being blow your head off yeah. it had good depth of flavor and was really generous servings i have to agree with libs on this one because i am not the spicy queen and mm. so that chicken piece was like the perfect amount of spice yeah i feel like it's like traditional malaysian cooking it's all a bit spicy of course but it's not too much i didn't get to try the beef so how was the beef still spicy but delicious yeah really soft like <laughs> really how soft. was the actual pulled off yeah it reminded me of like a beef masaman in terms of the texture of the beef? But different. It wasn't as nutty, but in terms of the texture of the beef, not the flavor. Yeah. Right, right. Nice. Okay, good. And then I thought the same with the lamb. It was cooked beautifully, sort of as well, that pull apart nature yeah. and, and delicious. The curry itself, I didn't think I really took enough time in consideration to think about the flavor. There were a lot of combos happening during this dinner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's Makes actually, it... yeah, it's hard because there was a lot happening. And after ISO, you're like, wow. I've humans. never been in a, in a room with this many humans in my life. I forgot what it's like to socialise and I was <laughs> too overwhelmed. But I did also think the papadams that we had with it really helped. Yeah. I'm not – I've never been a papadam person. I used to think that they were like a povo food. I think that they still are. But I, <laughs> <laughs> but I loved them tonight. I just thought that they were really helping the I, whole meal happen. Yeah, I get what you mean by povo – in terms of they just assist. They're just like nothing. <laughs> but also they assist in the best way possible. They're just like, you know what? This is going to counteract any sort of tension you're having with whatever I'm about to consume. And you just swallow it. And they I, sort of act like a like a rice substitute as well. Yes. Like they're in the same family as rice. But also they're fun it because dies, you can pile your food and into crunchy. and act like a bucket. Yeah. yeah. Something's happening with the papadams and it really Something worked. Something's going on and, and it we're really on board. <laughs> really worked tonight. <laughs> so make sure if you get this, you definitely get the papadams as well. Absolutely. And I think it's like worth noting that the Malaya in general is one of those restaurants that's been a big catalyst. And it's going to sound not intense, but like quite a sweeping statement. But it is in one of those restaurants that has kind of – brought Malaysian cuisine to the forefront. Well, if you think about it, like if 60 years ago, or f- sorry, 50 years ago when they were saying the type of food that was available within Australia's within Australia at that time was super limited. So the yeah. fact that they were able to bring this sort of cuisine at that time is pretty groundbreaking. No, absolutely. And they say in their story, if you go on their website, they said that the flavours, like it's inspired by flavours of Wong Taisi's like southeastern travels, but it was shaped by the scarcity of the flavors in Sydney right, during yeah, the 1960s. Right. So essentially, they brought their culture here and they used whatever we had in Australia to adapt that taste, and however they could adapt it here. So that sort of like previously quite conservative palate, they were sort of giving that Asian influence. It would have been wild to know what it was like at the time. I know, back then. Because like, I guess it's we're such a multicultural society now. It's like, okay, we have all these things. We have some of the best Asian food in the whole world in Absolutely. Australia. Absolutely. And, you know, like you think Malaysian, you think mamak. How great is mamak? And then if you take but, a step back, the Malaya was actually one of those restaurants that was instrumental in bringing Malaysian food to Sydney. Yeah, but how do you feel 
in the sense that when you go to these countries, you feel like you can't find what you can find in Australia. And I'm talking like, yeah, okay, maybe you've been born in Australia and you found your favorite Thai place or your Vietnamese place or your Sri Lankan place, Mm -hmm. but you just can't find that flavor or what you think is the best. But I think that what sort of what we had tonight is really different to what you get from your your local Thai, your local Sri Lankan. So sure, they have adapted their sort of offerings to a Western palate. And and that's not that's not a but lie. That's what, that's but when... I don't think that tonight is that situation and I don't think that some of the like the amazing food that we have to offer in Australia or the amazing Asian food, I suppose to be specific is actually now in that realm. I think we're totally moving away from that westernized flavors. And I think it's a valid point, but I think the food culture that we have in Australia is growing so much that we're actually allowing true, true tastes and true flavors to prevail. So my thoughts on tonight is whilst some of the dishes that they had were adaptations on the food that we had available at the time, I think that lots of it was still quite authentic to that Malaysian heritage. I think you're correct in saying that once upon a time, I think it was shaped for the Western culture, not necessarily because of the Western palate, but because of what was available ingredients wise. Yeah. But now with, you know, so much access to produce and all that sort of things, you know. And also just like really dumb ass thing to say, but like globalization, obviously the access mm. to all these different countries is so much easier. Yeah, you can <laughs> exactly. Call, yes. You can internet, all that sort of stuff. So it's like... I, the borders are getting closer, even though they're shut at the moment. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, but like now that. you can be like, okay, I need this ingredient in my dish. I'll ship it over. Back then it's like, okay, well, what do I have in Australia to make this dish Absolutely. Now? So no, I think you've got a point, but I think it is changing. Yeah. Well, off the back of those thoughts, I guess it's time to order off the menu, which is the section of the podcast where we decide for you guys whether it's worth a visit or in this case, an order in. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we're still going to go around the room and do all our sections because we're all very valid. And as of the 1st of June, 50 people can visit a pub, club or restaurant. So maybe you'll be visiting the Malaya soon. Bella, we're going to start with you this week. Mate or date? I'm going to say both. Bella, then, we talked oh, about this on the week on week, mate. I know, only because like tonight we've done both. We have not dated. Who was dating? Well, I mean, like, Prudy and Alex are dating. That's and they're different. here. But it's family. Oh, that's still dating. So would you have curl up on the couch with these spicy, spicy curries <laughs> that don't agree oh with God. most people's tummies with no. your date? Hell no. So there's your answer. <laughs> okay, I'm yeah. going to say just mate. And why mate vibes? Because, you know, there are, like, and I warn anyone who is sensitive to spices, it's not a vibe. So, <laughs> I feel like that leaves that's a like lot. a really nice way of saying it. Also, leaves way too much to the imagination. No, but you could have easily said like you could have vicious diarrhea. All right, yeah, you said it. Yeah, you totally said it. Someone had to say. B probably will tonight. No, I'm oh, fabulous! <laughs> Shot not sharing a bed with her. Okay, so that is a clearly mate situation, eh? Libby, dolls for dishes. This is an interesting one because it it sits in that realm where yeah we we outlaid dosh a lot of dosh for it. But we've got leftovers for probably three or four days. Yeah, there was so much left So um, as B outlined the, the menu, we it's pro- that was probably $40 a head-ish, $40 a head. And so that doesn't include the signature eggplant. It doesn't include 
the rice and it doesn't include any wine that we obviously consume throughout the night. So 40 bucks is actually, it is quite expensive. It is. But if you think about the amount of meals we're going to have, did we overorder? Yes. <laughs> Could we have ordered less? Yes. So I, I'm sort of sitting on the fence with this and I gave Bella Crip for this earlier, so shouldn't do that. But um, <laughs> I'm thinking it was it was delicious. <laughs> so I'm, I'm so torn. <laughs> it's super flavoursome, super spicy, super tasty and makes you want to go back for more. But it was a lot of cash. And I'm not think I'm not leaving going. I spent my cash well. I'm leaving thinking I spent a lot of cash, but I had a good meal. So I think it has to sit in the sort of three point five out of five realm. Yeah, it's it, it's a hard one because the Malaya is fine dining. Yeah, this back to your original point of being like you go to an to a restaurant for exactly. an experience. And I think that that's just it. I, I I we had an amazing experience tonight. But was that because of? The Our hospitality, yeah, exactly. His family, mm. or was it because of? Yeah, so I, I th- exactly. I think that three point five out of five. I'm not trying to deter you to get it. I'm just saying it's a cash outlay. You could order a bit less than we had, and you you probably get a little bit more value for money. But I'm still happy to pay it. I'm still happy as. So be, who's your basic? Well, I feel like we. I know. I know. I feel. I know. But I feel like we know where I'm heading with this one. It's bougie. It's yeah. a bougie vibe. But it's you know? interesting that you say bougie because curry generally is not that bougie. Yeah. No, it's not. And I guess I come from a, and I'll say this, I come from a from a biased standpoint where I'm very familiar with the Malaya. I've been there before. I know it's quite a high-end restaurant. So I know what I'm getting. Like I like it's it's not just like your Malaysian joint or your curry yeah, yeah, joint. Your local like you go thing, there for yeah. a reason. For sure. And so I feel feel like I have that already preset in my mind so I'm like oh it's fancy and then and I do think there's something in that where when you think something is fancy it often tastes better but yeah it tastes better (laughs) you justify the price then don't you yeah there's something about that that's my question should shouldn't you base food off just genuine taste I know but I don't think yeah but do you not think that tasted amazing no even frozen and heated up in the microwave it tasted ah Amazing. No, I completely agree, but I just don't think I don't think none of us here can say that we have complex palates enough to know this is particularly special yeah. compared. Like it was delicious, and I would eat that maybe, every hour of the day. Maybe <laughs> one day we will know, but I don't think we can at the moment. So I, I, I'm, I feel confused by it. Yes, but it's definitely bougie in the sense that it's not like oh Friday, what should we order? Okay, we'll order a thirty dollar curry. No, oh course, God, no, you know. And even when you go there, when restrictions ease and you can go there. It's not a chill place to go. No, what do yep. you go to wear? It's a nice place. Like it's at King Street Wharf now and it's quite a large venue and it looks over the water and it's, it's just a bit fancy. Okay, so it's a bit of a special occasion point. Got it, got it. Okay, so mate, 3.5, bougie. So I feel like you should definitely head out there for a little fancy night out, maybe with the friends, maybe with a date. Enjoy yourself. Get a good cuz, you know? <laughs> And cousin short for curry. <laughs> don't get a good cu- cousin. Don't, don't bring your cousin. cousin. Don't or bring do. Cousin, I don't know. Don't get a good no judgment. Okay, enough of that chat. Time for <laughs> food, features, and fails, which is the part of the podcast where we discuss a food feature or fail from the past week. Libby, food feature or fail? You look concerned. <laughs> 
I'm not concerned. I'm just thinking back to to my feature of the week. And of course, yes, I get it. I have features all the time. But <laughs> I really do. It's like your life's just awesome. All right, last week was a fail. Get over it. Uh, <laughs> One fail. Um, well, I, I want to feature this because it's a dish that I think come to my attention recently and, and needs more accolades than it gets. So the dish I'm featuring is vodka pasta sauce. Oh. So vodka pasta sauce with a rigatoni pasta. Now, I saw this recipe maybe a couple months back on actually Matteo like uh, Instagram. Yeah. And it's like just been sort of following me around lately. Like everywhere I turned, there it was. There it was. Yes, like anyway, a sign. Yeah, and so then <laughs> having sort of a, a lazy a lazy Saturday night in and was like, I want to have something delicious to sort of mark the weekend. Mm. Oh, love, love that mentality. <laughs> I don't know if that's a weekend yeah, mark. Yeah, like don't know if that's appropriate, but definitely, about that. definitely about mark that. weekends with food. But maybe it's COVID. Maybe it's crazy. Maybe, maybe it's maybe life, Libby. Don't justify it. Maybe it's Maybelline. Sponsor us. No, <laughs> no kidding. Um, so essentially what, what this sauce is, is you sort of fry up um, sort of onions, garlic, bits and bobs, and you essentially deglaze your tomato paste with your onions with vodka. And mm. I don't know what it does, but it is very delicious. It does wonders. And then you add cream. So you've got this essentially cream and then cheese, right? So you've got this sort of sauce that's a creamy sauce, but jam-packed full of tomatoes, put it with rigatoni and it's just like this creamy, delicious, sumptuous sauce that is so good. And if you have not tried it, it's an absolute must. I will put the recipe in the Facebook group. It's not my recipe. I'll just put the recipe there because it's so damn good. You have to give it a go. Am I right in saying that the vodka brings out the taste in the tomato? I have no idea. Is that its point? I have no idea. Should I Google? I just think we let it, leave it to the gods okay. and everyone else let us know <laughs> okay. okay but we love never, that for you. we're not a, we're not a fact podcast we no, we're, we're a, a feeling podcast oh my god i love that we're, interpretation we're, yeah. we're feels not facts we we want to put feels up in your mind and you let us know what the facts are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And if we caveat out that we're never a fact podcast, <laughs> no one can come for us. Do not <laughs> at me about this. Just remember this piece of the podcast. So food feature. But absolute feature. And I, and I also want it to be your feature for this week. Anyone out there listening that loves pasta, do yourself a freaking favor. Oh, man, I will. Yeah. Honestly, honestly, you will not regret it. It is really, really good. And you know what would go with that? What? what? My feature. <laughs> oh, what a segue! <laughs> Did a watermelon margarita? Ooh. Okay, what's a watermelon margarita, and is this a feature and or a fail? Definitely a feature. So my roommate Shay made this amazing watermelon margarita with freshly squeezed watermelon, lime, mm. and tequila. How does one squeeze a watermelon? Like through the juicer. As so one would. Ju- so you'd have to have a juicer. Yeah. Could you Nutribullet it and then sieve? Oh, could you Nutribullet it? <laughs> no. So, like, I feel like you could, but he, <laughs> Is that really weird? He didn't. We have a juicer and we also have a Nutribullet and he definitely put it through the juicer. Of course we do. Uh, yeah. Oh, no. Well, I love that. And it also feels like a really, like, I know we're going into winter, but it feels like a really yum summer drink that I 
am going to drink in, in summer. It just, yeah, it doesn't matter what time of day, what season, it does not matter. Like, cool, have so a sip of that. Paul's an alcoholic now. I think I am. I think ISO. <laughs> <laughs> These guys are rolling their eyes. You wouldn't be the first one. Yeah, I feel like I'm not alone and hit us up if you are the same. But also reach out to Lifeline. That's fine too. <laughs> or don't. But yeah, so. Feature. Watermelon margarita, I'm, I'm into it. And I love <laughs> that we've got a bit of a mix from you. A bit of a drink. Throw that into the mix. I like it yeah, a lot. why not? I'm definitely going to try that on my next Mexican night. Anyway, B, feature or fail? Oh, undecided? You, you can decide for me. All so right. We'll gladly Libby's do not, that. Libby's not excited. All right. <laughs> um, basically, the other week, Prudence tried to make like these health pancakes when I was on that cray-cray diet. Yep. Yeah. And... I saw this thing on Facebook that was like easy pancakes and it was like food hacks. Mm, and so I love this. Yeah, okay, so it was two eggs and one banana pancakes. Yeah. Yeah. So Prudence did that. I do this all the time. Okay, yeah, Pr- okay yeah. Prudence did that and she put in two bananas and two eggs and it was super runny. So like already the recipe wasn't right. And then we did it and it worked. It just really tasted like banana. And you don't like cooked banana. Oh, I don't love it. So this is the thing. I love cooked banana. Mm-hmm. And so I do mine with an, a, a banana, a egg, and sort of a third of a cup of oats, cinnamon, oh. mix it all through. Like quick oats, whatever oats you want, mix it all through. And then you do your little dollops of your little pancakes and it's sick. It's like so okay, yeah, good okay, and okay. really good for you. And it makes Saturday mornings feel like holidays that's what holiday. i thought health and holiday absolutely well, that's what i thought there was something missing because it was just so dense and soft because it was just banana and an egg. egg it's like like a it's su- a wet mixture and like sweet egg bits gat yeah. yeah yeah okay so semi-feature semi-fail we can make it a feature make yeah. it a feature by adding some oats and maybe some cinnamon but fail on your behalf seems like it wasn't didn't turn out right yeah so yeah. come back to us next week with those adapted sweet libby Tips, tips. Fine. I will come back next week with round two of the pancakes. But if you have enjoyed what's in your ears this week, please drop us a like, drop us a share, drop us a review and support the pod. Yeah. And make sure that you jump into the obviously good podcast community on Facebook. We'd love to have you there. As well as that, we'd love you to check out our website. It's got recipes. It's got all our podcasts from the evolution of our podcast <laughs> and and pictures, <laughs> links, our bios. It's a good place to be, so make sure you jump there too. And if you want to see pics from today's podcast or any other podcast, you can find us on Instagram at Obviously Good Podcast. Thanks so much for listening. Bye. Bye.